Welcome back to another episode of the Amazon Private Label Show podcast hosted by Michael and Ryan, the co-founders of Amazon FBA University. Today's episode, we are going to talk about the benefits of expanding to international markets, really kind of what your next move should be when when you have a little bit of a grip on the U.S. market or just your first market, kind of how it works in Amazon, off Amazon, all of that. So, my man, you are in the U.K. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Confirmed. <laughs> and you you currently sell in just U.S. and U.K., right? Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay, That's right. Cool. Yeah. I used to sell in Europe, but just U.S. and U.K. for now. Yeah. And so, and, and myself, today, I sell just in the U.S. I've sold in a bunch of different markets and so can speak to it. But why don't we start with you in terms of, let's just talk about how you would start today if if you could do it all over again, rather than, you know, basically your whole story. How, how would you look at where, where to enter first being from yeah. an inter- international market and then what's next? Great question. So I think, first of all, if you're looking at, so my mistake I made in the beginning is I just thought I'm going to sell in the UK because I came into this game reselling. And it was just the obvious choice because it was that extension of I know the market already. I have a seller account already set up. I just got to launch a product, send send it into UK fulfillment centers and get it ripping. If I took a step back and looked at the bigger picture and if I knew what I know now in terms of how easy it is to get set up in different territories and you know how easy it is to go through kind of the, the Amazon kind of like legislations and like ID checks and, and verification and all that good stuff, I probably would have launched in the US first if I hadn't already been selling in the UK. I would have launched in the US first. The reason being is because the UK market is about 5% of the US market. And it's interesting, right? Because I had a call with one of our new Accelerator 2.0 students and she's from the UK and she really wanted to sell in the UK. And then I told her that every single UK person who comes into our program ends up selling in the US. I don't think there's one, I don't think there's anyone who sells in their home country. Everyone sells in the US, whether they're from Australia, Japan or wherever, like they all sell in the US. And I think there's that's testament to the size of the US market. It really is the biggest market. So I think if I was going to work my way around it again, I would sell in the US first. And then that ASIN, I would look to launch, if it still made sense and the search volume was there, I would look to launch that same ASIN in the UK, European, uh, specifically German, and then potentially more off-field, so Australia, maybe the UAE, et cetera, if it made sense. But definitely, if I look back, you want to start selling in the US because it's such a big marketplace. The search volume demand for some of the products in there is absolutely insane. If you were to compare the UK, for example, this is a super like generic product. So I never launched this, but like a garlic press. If you compare the search volume for a garlic press in the UK versus the US, it's going to be night and day. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of search volume in the US, maybe tens of thousands, if that, in the UK for the same product. So the US definitely has a huge uh, search volume demand for the products. There's more demand there. There's more consumers. I personally think it's easier to scale in the US. Looking at, so I've had my US account probably just over a year now, and I've managed to scale a bunch of products on that platform, launching new products aggressively there as well. And I just think it's more profitable because the tax, uh, the tax legislations and and the taxable uh, elements of selling on Amazon is is easier in the US because everyone pays sales tax, but it's paid for by the customer. In the UK, it's actually paid for by the seller. So we collect VAT from our sales. And then uh, we, we have to pay that. We have to declare that and hand that over to the tax man every quarter. So again, that just throws like another spanner into the works. 
But from a ease of use, selling point of view, demand, and basically everything that a new seller would need and any seller would need, really the US ticks all the boxes. And the benefit is you don't have to be in the US to sell in the US. So you can be anywhere in the world, most countries, and you can sell in the US marketplace. So if I had my time again, I'd definitely look to uh, to get started in the US, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and you you started in reselling. So to be honest, it would have been hard to pull that off in it, it, that's a that's a complex business internationally and so it, it makes a lot of sense but yeah it, it's i'll tell the other side of this so i am in the u.s and so obviously you just start selling in the u.s and i pretty pretty quickly in probably six 12 months selling in the u.s i i wanted to expand internationally because the nice thing about doing it through Amazon is they make it really easy. And so you can basically, especially to the UK is where I chose first because it's the same language, right? So Amazon basically makes it, it it's almost like a copy paste where you can take one listing registered that brand that's registered in the US to another Amazon market and basically copy paste the listing. So to UK, obviously there's no issue. Uh, I've done it in like the German market and unless you, you can't just, it, it's not a pure translation. So it, there's a lot more work, just any market that's in a different language. All that to say, my experience selling in the UK and did it for about uh, probably 18 months is <laughs> we really have it pretty, pretty good in the U S in terms of, of demand. <laughs> right. And, and so I want to just, products that were were getting you don't want to focus on revenue because revenue is based on how you execute so you can't really it's not apples to apples because you're not it, there's different circumstances but just search volume on my main products that you know based on our criteria have well over 50,000 searches every month in the US some upwards of 100,000 you go to the UK with the same keywords and I was pretty shocked to see, you know, 12, 15, 20,000 total. And so you're just, you're just setting up a lot of infrastructure uh, in a market that's a lot smaller one. And then I, I didn't even really realize that that VAT existed. And that's actually the reason it, I would still be selling in all these in, international markets in Europe if VAT didn't exist. But Brutal. taking that that extra 20% when it's a lot, you got to remember every time, every time you split focus in your business, you're taking focus off of the main revenue. And so all that to say, I was making, I I was still making money, but it just wasn't worth the time. It it, it would be, it would have been much better served to just scale the U S products and try a lot of different ways, whether that be paid ads, whether that be all types of thing I'm about to talk about rather than going internationally. And so how the, the way I look at it now is the next reasonable step, uh, for say you're wherever you sell really, or wherever you're located, selling in the US first is a great move. It's just the biggest market. It, <laughs> retail in the US is, is still unlike any other country uh, to this point. And then the next move really should be focusing off Amazon with the same brand on on Shopify, let's say Walmart, let's say uh, TikTok shop today is is blowing up. 
And so that's something I actually did before I expanded internationally, but then kind of t- took a break, not took a break, but didn't focus uh, as much effort on that c- because I was trying to expand Amazon internationally. And what I see now is it's just much easier to stay in one market and expand the same brand name to the same potential customer base than it is to go find new customers. So now what I would recommend is always just get your your second your second move should be seeing if you can get sales and purchases to your own website, usually a Shopify site. You know, I I now get probably 10% of my brand sales via Shopify and once you figure out what's working there, it it it's very it's one to one you you're basically converting on the same customers who would be on Amazon anyway and so it's much easier the data set of kind of what keywords where to market are are just exact from platform to platform and so i would always recommend expanding off of amazon to the same market in the us and the, the final thing is that taxes get very complicated the more markets you're in. And so you want to make sure sometimes there is an opportunity in in other markets where you're just like, OK, but I, for some reason, Germans love this type of product. Right. So so you do want to go in there, but just know that it's it's much easier to add platforms add a potential market, you know, start running paid ads or things like that, than it is to cross country borders, because then two different, uh, two different governments are gonna are gonna (laughs) come to collect. And so just know that expanding, expanding internationally on Amazon is is pretty damn easy compared to how it how it could be off of Amazon, but it still should be the third step after you expand across platforms in the same country you're selling. No, hundred percent. Just a couple of things I want to add here. So like Mike said, Amazon do make it super easy. So when you are expanding with the same seller account, in two different territories uh, abroad, you keep your reviews and you keep your BSR. So you, you basically keep your reviews. So you're not having to launch your product again from scratch. You keep the reviews and that flows through and that greatly helps conversion. So if you do decide to go into a different marketplace, you're not starting from zero level zero, you know, you're starting with the reviews you have. So if you've amassed a lot of reviews, let's say in the US market, and you want to sell in the UK or Germany, for example, you keep your reviews, which is huge for conversions. So you actually start at a good level. And then the other thing to remember is, when you are launching into these markets, even if the search volume is lower, as long as there is still a decent amount of search volume, it can actually be more beneficial to launch. And it's going to be easier for you to get sales in those markets, because of the lower amount of competition. But the the flip side to that is that you'll reach a ceiling way quicker than you would, let's say, in the US. So let's say, you know, we're selling a microphone stand in the US and some people are making millions every month in revenue. Let's take the same product to the UK. That ceiling for that product might be 30 or even 40,000 pounds or dollars, let's say, a month in revenue, as opposed to if you had that product in the US and you were scaling it and overtaking your competitors, you'd be able to make millions a month from the same, exactly the same product. So that just is, that just shows you the contrast between the two different territories. And it, it really is night and day because I sell them both. And I can tell you like it is night and day. That's the reason why now I'm really focusing on the US marketplace and expanding my sort of presence and, and real estate there. But guys, if you listen to this podcast and you want to launch your own private label business anywhere in the world, 
We run the Accelerator 2.0 program, which is our flagship program. We offer unlimited one-to-one calls. We pick your first product for you. So we'll do all the legwork for you. Make sure you don't make any mistakes. Set up your PPC for you. And we'll have unlimited calls for an entire year inside of our program. So if that sounds like something you want to get involved with, book a call with us now. Link is in the description. And as always, we'll see you in the next episode.